This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hi there, and welcome into Episode 9 of Small Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michelle Smallman. Um, I hope you guys had a very happy and safe 4th of July. It's kind of awesome having a random Wednesday off in the middle of the week. I've been talking to a lot of people, and I think that's something we as Americans need to adopt. How awesome would it be to have Monday, Tuesday at work, Wednesday off, and you go back Thursday, Friday, and you have a weekend? I think it would make us more productive as a nation, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, a bit of housekeeping here. We are going to scrap three random things this week because we have the cool No One Cares Power Rankings 2.0 on the docket today. And you know whenever we get Tommy Freeze Pops and Steve Cerruti and myself going on things, we tend to, <laughs> to monopolize the time. So we're going to scrap three random things and just get into the cool No One Cares Power Rankings 2.0, the adjusted scale with Tom and Steve. That's next. Take 101 ESPN on the go with the all-new 101 Sports app. See the latest videos, listen to podcasts, and join the conversation with the 101 Sports app. So coming off the 4th of July, everyone's always in a really great mood. You got a day off, you're relaxed, you got to hang out with your friends, your family, have some great barbecue, hopefully. So what do we need to do to counteract that? We need to get angry. We need to get annoyed. We need to get some things off of our chest. So to do that, we are going to do the cool, no one cares, power rankings 2.0, the adjusted scale. It was the first thing we did on the first episode of Small Talk. We did a cool, no one cares power ranking. So we need to bring it back. It's been a couple months and we've got a fresh batch of things to talk about. So we've got the adjusted, cool, no one cares power rankings here. So to do that, of course, we have to bring in our guys, Steve Cerruti and Tommy Freeze Pops. Hey guys, how you doing? What up? Hey. Did you guys have a good 4th of July? Yeah, um, you know. Probably on a scale we were talking before of one to ten. I'm about a four in the hungover rankings, but it was good. It was some, you know, some water, some dogs hanging out, some sun, a couple, a uh, couple beers, couple, uh, you know, just adult beverages. It was a good time. Sounds pretty American. Yeah. There you go. I'm sitting here at about a one out of ten because I did a lot of early drinking, so I got to bed early, so I'm feeling good. You slept through the hangover. Exactly. Exactly. Good for so you. I'm feeling, feeling really nice. Did you hydrate yeah. before bed? Uh, no, I, I never do that because I'm too dumb to do that. Okay. But I'm drinking water right now. Well, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you guys jumping on the day after the 4th of July. I know it's kind of a struggle bus day for most people, but I mean, we've been talking about updating the cool, no one cares power rankings for a while and we need to get this done for the people, you know? Yeah. For the people. Do it for the people. Okay. So let's set some parameters here. Um, for the people who may not have caught the first pod, make sure you go back and listen to it. Um, but what we did was there's so many things that people talk about or that you see on social media where you look at that and you're like, cool, no one cares in a really dismissive way. And so what we did was we did some power rankings where we each had our individual power rankings of cool, no one cares. And we did it in reverse, three, two, one. And what we're going to do is we're going to update the power rankings. But the parameters there are that you can either maintain something that you had before and adjust the ranking, or you can incorporate something new into the power rankings. So uh, we've had some text going on. I know that there's a lot of things that we're annoyed by per use. So let's get this going you guys ready let's do it all right so i i for my number three on the cool no one cares power rankings am going to maintain something i had last time last time my number one i went on kind of a rant was that i'm really sick of everyone trying to upsell me things on social media like no i'm not going to buy your skincare no i don't want this leather scented candle for my car no i do not want to buy you know your shakes your your protein shakes whatever it is i'm not getting on social media for you to sell something to me so i'm going to maintain that at number three because ever since I've done that rant and I put it at number one on my cool no one cares power rankings it's only intensified it's like I'm being punished for putting that into the universe yeah like if you want to buy something somewhere or like you know on Poshmark or whatever like you can go seek that out don't don't bring it to my doorstep like get it out of my regular feed exactly so it sounds like people are trolling you, Michelle. I almost think so. And, you know, it's... What are they trying to sell you? Okay, so now the, the worst one that I'm getting now is, like, joining a workout group and, like, getting the food that comes with it. Oh, yeah. It's all these people posting their workouts every day, and I'm like, yo, props mm. to you for losing weight, but I don't care. 
I don't care. Yeah, no, you're talking Facebook, right? I'm talking for sure Facebook. Facebook's the worst one. I don't mean I don't even go on. I mean Facebook is. I want to deactivate my account trash, at this point. But, I mean, I'm really only a Twitter, Instagram girl at this point. Yeah. But on the like small chance that I do go on Facebook, it's it's I'm inundated with, hey, look at these squats. Want to join my workout group? Put your. They're food. also like borderline these- pyramid schemes. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> for the, and, sure. and the, the people like to act like it's not like, hey, I'm you know investing in this cool opportunity that you should probably get in on, and I'm losing weight, I'm looking good, and you're like, yeah, but like you have to put money up front. Like this looks really sketchy. Yeah, like I have to buy your food and put it in these color-coded boxes for portion control. Like, how about I just do what I do and I eat terribly on the weekends and then shame myself into having salads Monday through Thursday? Yeah, like, why don't we even. just do that? Play for the tie. Yeah. Old school. I don't need the boxes to tell me, like, yeah, you ate too much pizza. Like, I know I did. I know I did. I don't, I don't even get how that would work. It, it's basically like you have these different boxes and you're supposed to put like your carbs in the little box and your protein in the medium box and your veggies uh, in the that's, big box. That's super lame. Like who has time for that? Like again. <laughs> yeah, I just eat. I don't really care. I'm glad that it's working for you, but I don't care. I just, I don't care. So that's my number three on my cool no one cares power ranking. So let's move on to you, Sir Rudy. What do you have? Yeah, so I have two new ones, but at three, I'm going to I'm gonna start with an old one. It's just people, and a lot of people have kind of come up to me and disagreed or agreed. It's going to be a pretty polarizing thing, but speaking in internet slang in real life, like when like the examples I use were like people who are like, oh, I'm here for this, or just say goals out loud in a conversation. Like that annoys me. Mood. Like that's just dumb. It's like you're just trying to be cool, and there are a lot of people on air that do it, and it just annoys the crap out of me, to be honest with you. So I'm just sort of over it. Cool. Cool. You know what, Saruti? Ever since your take on that last time, which I thought was great, you know what I've I've really honed in on is I've noticed a lot of people will say, hashtag this or hashtag that, hashtag grande ice latte, and you're like, did you need to speak a hashtag before that? And you know what's what's interesting is that, like – it, it's almost evolved into like our industry too, right? So like I think the internet, the internet lives on, it should live in the internet. Like that's what it is. That's what it's for. It's the internet. It, it, it doesn't necessarily belong on television or in real life. Like, sure. so, so uh, there's a lot of these shows nowadays that like, they'll like recap things that happened on Instagram and Twitter. And you're like, yeah, but that's what Twitter's for. That's what, that's what those platforms are for. I saw it on there first. Why is it on your show? And then. Also, now people just speaking in those, like, you know, using those words or those memes or whatever. It's just, it's redundant, right? It is. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that do that. Yeah, and I feel like, like it's just like laziness many, and content. Many, many shows on many networks. Like, I don't know what to do. Let's just put up some tweets that we saw yesterday that people have already probably seen. I saw, um, <laughs> Saruti, I know that you do not like this person. She's someone that you don't even hate follow. You just oh dislike her so much that you don't even follow her as Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she uh, always pops up in my timeline, though. It's, not, it's nothing against her personally. I just don't think she's very funny. Sure. But I saw her go on a similar rant where she was like, why is what I tweet news? Like, why do is when I turn on... Well, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. She's like, why? It's she. Her whole thing is like, you guys are just so lazy that all you want to do is screen grab my tweets and then try and take it and make a story out of it. Like, So I didn't see that. that. But now I kind of respect her more. I, like, not that I, again, I did not respect her, but now I think that that's actually kind of funny. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's so true. It's like, hey, we don't have anything going on today. What did Chrissy Teigen tweet today? Yeah, she wrote And the it's like not even her fault. Talk about it. Yeah. Like, be more creative, be interesting. But it also, though, has given people like that this insane platform. It's like a multi platform thing, right? Like, you tweet something that's even kind of controversial and you're in the public eye, and then it becomes a story on various platforms. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're talk- being talked about on TV and on radio, and then it's in a magazine. It's, it's, it's a beast. Well, you know better than me. Didn't she, like, wasn't somebody giving her credit for breaking little LeBron to the Lakers story? Oh, my gosh. So this was really yeah. funny. Yeah. She um, tweeted, I feel like starting an NBA rumor because that's, you know, what is happen- existing in Twitter. And that's where she exists, essentially. So she tweeted, like, obvious, sarcastic, like, fake things. Like, I just saw LeBron in L.A. heading out of a jersey store where he was getting his name stitched on his jersey. <laughs> and then she took a picture of a random car and wrote, on it like in really scratchy font lebron with an arrow pointing and it was like an old like a 1980s cutlass that lebron would never be in it was really funny and then sure enough within like a couple hours i i don't know if it was the daily mail or the mirror some story she screamed grabbed and was like i'm dying was like chrissy teigen spots lebron in la <laughs> like, oh you know what? i'm God. coming around on chrissy teigen Whoa. <laughs> Look at this. wait enough to give her a follow <laughs> 
Not yet. Okay. I'll need a little bit more. You know, it's just one. It's one thing. I'm gonna need a few, but because there's still a lot of garbage, I think that she tweets. But that's pretty funny. That's good. But this is why I respect you, Saruti, is because you will be the first one to be like, you know what? I'm evolving my thought process on this. Like, I I appreciate that you wouldn't just stick by your guns and be like, no, it's lame. I'm not. I'm not going to be a part of this. Exactly. But it is going to take some more time, though. Chrissy and I have have some some you know work to do in our relationship. <laughs> I I went. Yeah. To her to know that you don't like her as a tweet because I feel like that's the type of thing that she would do. It's like she would start tweeting things and then at you and be like, "Is this okay, Steve?" That'd be do the best like this- thing for my brand. I mean, yeah. go ahead and do it. <laughs> It'd be huge for you. <laughs> That'd be huge for Team Saruti. <laughs> so I'll work on that. I'll work on getting Tegan's attention and have her uh, tweet things that you approve of. All right. Well, Tom, what about you? What's coming in at number three on your cool? No one cares power rankings. Yeah. So my power rankings from last time are going to get completely blown out just because. I feel like this whole process is very, um, I don't know how to say it, instinctual, kind of just mm-hmm. like in the moment, like I hate this thing. So right now I'm just super against gifts. That's where I'm going to go at number three. <laughs> I just think that we're posting too many gifts oh. on everything. On like, true. I support this you take. Know, network uh, Twitter accounts or just tweets in general. Or uh, the one that gets me a lot is when – someone like a blogger or a radio host or whatever hosts a tweet and every single reply is just gifts. And I'm like, really guys, this is, this is what your response to that tweet is going to be. And it's almost like people are sitting there going, if I don't post a gift, then I'm not doing this correctly. Exactly. That's, that's almost the level that we're at right now. It's well, it goes back to the laziness. So factor. many gifts. So many gifts. Too many it's gifts. Lazy. It's lazy. Work has already gifts. been done for you. Yes. Um, but what do you guys think? Like if we're if we're doing like, you know, rough calculations here, like nine out of 10 tweets with gifts in them are not funny. Yeah, I, th- I would say nine and a half out of 10. It's I would agree. Like, it's not good. I mean, I personally don't post a lot of gifts, like, obviously, because I hate them. Um, a, a gift is only good if it's like really, really well timed. There's only a few gifts that I really like. Like, the Homer Simpson gift where he slowly moves back into one. the bush. That's a good That's one. a good gift. But it has um, to be well timed. The David Stern drinking exactly. water is one of the best gifts of all time. Oh, the Roy Williams yep. getting in the crowd. Roy Williams is a good one. That's a good one. The the, the extremely slow Stephen Colbert smile is really funny. <laughs> Um, the LeVar Ball uh, saunter onto first it's take. It's not just that. It, ne- it needs, like, it, yeah. there needs to be, like, you know, context to it. It can't yeah. just be, oh, yeah. I'm going to post this. Exactly. Like, the best people use gifts and, and write something that makes it funnier, that makes it unique. Yeah, like, yep. it, you're not just going to post Saruti, for example, you know, Will Kane gives his take. Be like. Yeah. And then yeah. a gift. Will, yeah, Will Kane... Random Coming gift. up to the mic, four o'clock yeah. Eastern, and it's Lavar Ball sauntering onto the oh, first take yeah. set, which is yeah. like what everyone does. Everyone, can you do that today? <laughs> For the yeah. show, well, honestly, Will's not here. I can honestly yeah. see. I can see Rusillo doing that, like as a joke. He does yeah. it ironically. Yeah, ironically, like, For that sure. would be that type of tweet. But like, yeah, it, it's getting out of control, and I, I don't know when we we start a hashtag campaign or something to to end the the gift. The gift, uh, I don't know, rampage or the, the gift hurricane that we're dealing with on Twitter. It's, it's bad. You it's know, really we need, bad. We need to start gift awareness. Like, people mm. just need to be more aware of their gift use. Like, people need to, before they hit send, look at it and say, is this funny? Is this different? Have I seen this before? Will this land? You just need to have gift awareness, guys. You should be able yeah. to downvote things, too. Like, thumbs down? Like, on Reddit. Yeah, like on yeah. Reddit, yeah. I would but, love but that. Like, gift, this is a terrible tweet. I'm going like to downvote it. Maybe <laughs> would like you really do it? I would do it all the time. It'd probably, I, would, I would probably use Twitter more if that was the case. Wow. Whoa. Let's get Jack on, Jack Dorsey on the line. Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I've seen people like tweet about that before. It, 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 I guess there's, there's a lot of bullying stuff that they're trying to not, you know, be about yeah. on Twitter. And that, that's why they're not going to do that. But, I mean, a, a down like, like, you know, downward thumb, uh, upside down thumb. That'd be great. Or maybe just like a meh button. Like we don't have to. Twitter is a really hate filled space, so we don't really need to contribute to that. But maybe just a you could have done better button. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, not your yeah, best in, effort. In closing, in closing, gift 
not about it. Just need they need to end. They need to end. All right, in that's general, a good, that's a good one. I, I appreciate that number three. It came in strong. All right. Well, moving back along to me, my number two in the cool no one cares power rankings is bad travel stories. Okay, we are in summertime. Everyone's taking a vacation, and it seems like any time I have a friend, a colleague, whatever that comes back from vacation, I'm like, "Hey, how was your trip?" And instead of being like, "The beach was beautiful," I feel so relaxed. It seems like the first thing everyone wants to tell you is about a hiccup in their travel plans. Like, "Ugh, you wouldn't believe this." As I was flying there, you know, we had to de-ice the plane, and then I was stuck on there for an extra 23 minutes. Or, you know, you wouldn't believe this. I'm getting my luggage and. And, you know, it wasn't there. I don't care. This doesn't <laughs> impact my day. I cool. could have. D- cool. Like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Every it's it's rare. People have a seamless travel experience. If you do, that's cool. Like, maybe come to me and be like, you won't believe this. No one problem in my travel plans. Smooth sailing on my end. Like, cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you had a relaxing time and didn't have any problems. But. Your travel problems don't impact my life. So do I really have to waste time hearing about them? And then I have I usually have no response after that. I'm like, well, that sucks. Sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It just then makes me feel like I'm put in a bad place because I don't commiserate with you the way that you need me yeah. to. Also, how do you feel about like when you when people tweet at airlines like publicly? The worst. The worst. Yeah, yeah that's, it's like that's I kind of hate it. Bad, that's a really bad one. Unless it's like something that really does need immediate impact or you know what I mean? And to be like, well, Delta, like, thanks, my flight's delayed. Cool. You know, like, I'm, ooh, I, I asked for a bag of pretzels and didn't get one. Yeah. Like never, never flying United again. <laughs> totally. Or like, you know, my uh, my tray table was was busted. Thanks a lot, United. Like I'm no one cares. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with you on that. That's a good one. I, I mean, when when really crappy stuff happens when you're flying, it's kind of just like a sunk cost, right? Like flying sucks. I hate flying. Yeah, like it's never there's easy. Always, there's always yeah. something crappy about yeah. going to the airport. Chances are you're sitting plane. somewhere sucks. Yeah, some someone next to you is going to smell badly, or you yeah. know, you're, you're. Oh well, though, wait. Did you guys hear about Plan Bay? No, fill me in. Whoa, are you going to really? change my take here? Well, no, 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 no. Okay, this, this is like a, oh, this, <laughs> this is like a one in a trillion Twitter? chance. Okay, Plan Bay, tell is me, this fill Twitter me in. Fed? Yeah, the Twitter, the Twitter thread. Yeah, I yeah. So I mean, most people probably have seen this, but basically, like this this girl was with her. I don't know if it was her husband or her boyfriend or whatever, and they weren't sitting together. So they asked this this other guy or this girl to switch seats. So the person that they switched seats with um, ended up being like these this hot chick and this hot guy, and they like hit it off on the plane and like are I, I don't know if they're dating or whatever. And it ended up being um, Stuart Holden, who used to be a U.S. men's soccer team uh, player. It's, it ended up being his brother who's like this model fitness guy. And then the girl was also like this smoking hot fitness girl. So like they like somehow like accidentally like made, you know, an they were basically matchmakers on a plane by accident. So she had this whole thread of like them getting closer to each other, talking to each other, like touching each other, like on the shoulder. I guess they went to the bathroom at some point together you know, yeah, um, during the flight. And like yeah. it ended up being this whole thing. And he, he's now called Plane Bay. Plane Bay? Yeah, that, I actually yeah. really liked that thread. Dude. It was great. Uh, where do you, okay, good. I was going to say, that, that's interesting to me. It was great. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Oh, my gosh. Apparently the I can't believe you haven't seen said, that show. No, I've yeah, been busy living the, my life. Apparently, the first thing she said to uh, the girl when they asked the switch was like, hey, maybe you'll meet your the love of your life. That's, like that was that's how scary. It started. Wait, so yeah. when I just pulled it up on Twitter... It a uh, pop up came up and said this thread may contain sensitive content. <laughs> yeah, I mean it does. Yeah. Whoa. But it's good, and like everybody yeah. was it's in not on that it. Sensitive, but... Well, plainly, yeah. I'm in. See, now that's the type of travel story I'd be intrigued by. Yeah, yeah. they like shared a cheese plate. I think was one of the one of the parts. You know, they really kind of <laughs> hit it off. I, I don't know what the. They... And someone tell us what the deal is. I don't know if they're like actually going on more dates or whatnot, but they like there was a picture at the end of them like leaving together. Uh, you know. Yeah. And, you know, out of the airport. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm gonna have to really deep dive Plane into bay. this. Plane yep. Bay. Yeah. See, this is the, the type of stuff I need to hear about. You know, if you sit next to someone really hot and you guys hit it off, awesome. Fill me in. If you know your seat doesn't recline and if, you know your back <laughs> is is giving you trouble, I don't need to hear that. You know. <laughs> I have a friend in Boston here who has been taking the tea to work every day for years, and. They, she's just been like giving eyes to this one guy for a long time. Nice. And they ended up 
like going on dates, and now they're like pretty much dating. And what? It's just purely because they used to just look at each other on the tee every day for like two years, and then they finally were just like, "Hey, we should talk," because all we do is stare at each other. Isn't the tea like nasty too? The tea is pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so not literally great. found it's love in a hopeless a place. Time. Oh my god, you yeah. you would work in Rihanna somehow. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you would wait. So, Tom, I have one quick follow up. Who made the first move? Did she make the move or did he make the move? He made the move. Nice. Okay, I like yeah. that. It's a power. It's such a power move. I, I'm like super inspired by it. Uh, that's actually, you know, when you when you think about scenarios like that, think about the speech at the wedding. You know, he fi- she gave him yeah. eyes for months. He finally got up the courage to talk to her. I love it. It's it's pretty awesome. So, Rudy, number two for you on the cool, no one cares power ranking. So here's where I get to some of my new my two new ones. Um, this is going to be short. Fireworks are stupid. Um, and uh, you call me a communist, call me whatever you want. Whoa. I you know I love <laughs> this country just as much as the next guy. But co- fireworks are stupid and. Go you know, on. people who who post fireworks, who like to go see fireworks, like cool. Like what? What? If you've seen you've seen one fireworks show, you've seen literally every fireworks show. There's nothing special about any of them. Like I stopped being interested in them when I was five. <laughs> Change my mind. That's, that's just the most classic Cerruti take ever. That <laughs> How am I wrong? Tell me why so. I'm wrong. Tell me. Tell me so, why fireworks are so awesome. They're loud. So, they annoy everybody. They're the same every single year. Yeah. So my my fireworks take is this: like. First of all, I think you need to be in the right state of mind for fireworks. You know, a little impaired uh, in many different ways. Okay. Maybe you're in a. Maybe you're like going through some meat sweats. I don't know. You just got to be a little impaired, and then you're going to enjoy fireworks tenfold. Uh, also, fireworks are really only awesome like once a year. Mo- like fireworks more than once a year are is overkill. So the, the fact that it's like, oh, once a year we all get together and we watch these fireworks, that's cool to me. I don't know. It's like a kind of like a national pride thing. Yeah, but um, if, if that was the case and you only saw fireworks on the 4th of July, then it would be cooler. But you see fireworks for everything now. Yeah, so, that, so that's where I kind of see where Sarudi's coming from, where, you know, fireworks for like when the Astros hit a home run or whatever – or like uh, fireworks uh, at a random like like pregame for football. Like you don't need to have that. But like fireworks on the Fourth of July, that's just like a thing. You know, it's like eating like okay, well, not, on Thanksgiving. You know, not to be that guy, but like fireworks aren't even an American thing. Fireworks are Chinese. They were invented in China like a thousand years <laughs> well, ago. Whatever. <laughs> but what's there's, more American than that? Than stealing something and claiming it as our own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things we do in this country that started in other countries. Yeah, um, actually, now I kind of like them more that you pointed God that damn, out. Here you know? we go. Because you stole that. Initially, when you said that, I thought I, I my my thought process kind of was a you know a squiggle here. It was a wave. I, when you first initially said that, I, I immediately got indignant. Like, what? You don't like fireworks? What's wrong with you? But then, as you laid it out, I'm like, he's kind of right. If you if you've seen one, you've seen them all. You know, and and you're. I'm surprised it hasn't evolved more into there, a different, you know what I mean? With modern yeah. technology, you think we would have seen something a little bit more spectacular at this point. They're more of a background. Like, I don't, I actually don't mind them at baseball games or something because you're not really watching the fireworks. The fireworks go off after a home run or something or a win. Sure. And it's just like part of like the ambiance of the night or it's whatever. It's a punctuation. I don't, you're not just looking at the fireworks. Yeah. Right. You know, they can't, they, fireworks can't stand on their own. They, they're not standalone entertainment. I'm sorry. No matter what state of mind you're in, Tom. <laughs> but you know what? Steve? I just think that that's, that's the most classic Saruti take ever. Why? Like, no, it is because it, sure. it makes Cause it's sense. Just, it's a thing that it's literally true. At, who who hates fireworks? Like, that's un- for sure. That's unbelievable. <laughs> thing. No, I but- actually, I knew some. I knew some kids growing up, growing up that hated fireworks, and it was more of like a political thing because oh, they'd geez. be like, "Oh, because in other countries, if you heard blasts, like." Like you could think you're under siege. Well, that's not what I. So why should we? Why should we celebrate that? Those are the only people that I've ever known in my life to hate fireworks. Okay, well, those people, I'm sure, are blast at parties. Congratulations! Congratulations! That's like not drinking tea because of the Boston Tea Party. Yeah, for sure. No, but Steve, you you really did hit on a point there, though. Is that in 2018? How are we sitting here seeing the same set of fireworks displays that we saw in like 1998? 
Why has 19, every yeah, I mean, every other industry? 1908. Yeah, 1908. Great, great call. But why has no, every other they industry? Were worse than 1908, guys. Come on, give them a little. Not more much credit. worse. I don't know. Well, maybe yeah. Now that that they're colorful, but it seems like the firework industry is pretty stagnant. Like we should be seeing some innovation here that I think is really lacking. I actually would like to get a firework guy on the podcast for a number of different reasons. One, to just be like, how did you get into being a like a firework technician or whatever? Yeah, you call it? How do you just be like? Yeah. Yeah. Be, how are you the fireworks guy? And then also tell us about why you're not in, why you aren't being innovative. Yeah. Do you want to know <laughs> why? Probably tell, tell us why you how he is. Why are you so complacent? Because people like like Tom will just ooh and ah at it and be That's like, true. it's American. Well, listen, all right, all right. Listen, I'm not ooh and ah at it. It's just it's fireworks. Like I I don't have a strong take against fireworks. It's the Fourth of July. You watch some fireworks. Like, my, my day is not going to be ruined on the 4th if I don't see fireworks. There's been plenty of 4th of Julys where I haven't seen any, where I've had to work, which sucks. But I'm not mad because I missed the fireworks. I'm mad because I'm working on the 4th and not, like, getting drunk and celebrating America, you know? Like, it, it's just a thing. It's fireworks on the 4th of July. It's, it's a part of life, you know? I, I, can't, I can't hate on that. It's like hating gifts on Christmas. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's such a ridiculous analogy. That's a terrible comparison. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. I'm not going to let you guys say it's terrible, and we're going to move on. No, my, just quickly. Uh, hold on. Next, hold on. I have to say one, one thing here. One thing. Here's why you're wrong. Because gifts on Christmas are different every year. The fireworks displays are the same. Yeah, that was about as bad as the take that like The Wire right. is the most underrated TV show of all time. <laughs> Which is wasn't what I was saying. You know what, right. Steve? Next time we're going to do a, to- a power rankings of Tom's terrible takes. Freeze Bob's worst oh, takes. Worst ranked. takes ever. Ranked. I don't know if we have right, enough you time. Guys do, you guys can do that one without me. No, I want uh, you there. I want you to. Yeah, I want you to take it all in. Soak it in, like a fireworks Whatever, show. Guys. It'll be like an intervention. Listen, I just think I just think we need to chill on the hating on fireworks. That's all right, all. Tom, go ahead, move on. What What do you sit at your number two for the cool? No one cares. Power rankings. All right, so I think you guys are actually going to be with me on this one. I'm not going to take any flack for this one. Uh, fake soccer guy, especially now that we're in the World Cup, this is kind of a person that rears its ugly head every four years when the World Cup comes around. Um, you know, just because it's one of the only things on TV, if you like sports and you're kind of like one of those casual sports fans, and then you get, quote-unquote, super into the World Cup, and you're trying to like talk to people about the World Cup, like, oh, you know, I work in sports radio, so guy that knows I work in sports radio comes up to me and is like, hey, did you watch that Sweden game earlier? And they're trying to like drop knowledge on me about the World Cup, and it's like, guy, first of all, I don't really like soccer, and second of all, <laughs> I can tell you know nothing about soccer from the two minutes that we're talking. So like, just stop doing that. Stop. And then there's the, the fake soccer experts all over social media. Mm-hmm. And maybe the worst part of fake soccer guy is because it's such a slow period in our industry is the hosts on like national radio shows or on TV that, that feel like they have to talk about the World Cup because there's literally only baseball and NBA free agency going on. And it, it's bad. It's just really, really bad. And like openly asking questions about, like, rules about soccer to, like, to the other hosts while at the same time trying to be, like, an expert on the sport. It's just, it's really bad. So I'm firmly against fake soccer guy. Uh, it, it needs to end. It's not going to end. Every four years we're going to get this. Um, it, it's bad. I hate it. And uh, I, I don't want the World Cup to go away. I like watching the World Cup as a, as a sports fan. I enjoy global events, uh, but it's just this, it makes it it makes it less enjoyable for me. So. Listen, That's my rant. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're wrong because there are an, I I guess I don't have a problem with guy who tries to get into it um, and is wrong. I have more of a problem with guy who just like won't give it a chance and is just like this is stupid. Like I had a guy come yeah, up to me and go, Steve, I really I just don't understand it. I don't think I just feel like they're not they're never trying to score. And I'm like, well, then you're mm-hmm. dumb. Because like that doesn't like right. what do you like you've never then that that's just a stu- that doesn't make any sense like that's not real right like, that, well that means they're, that means they're really not even watching or you don't even know the strategy of the game like nobody I don't know and I love I love Danny I love Danny Cannell I'm gonna preface this by saying I, you know I love him great guy 
but he's he's the guy I'm talking about. Like, he doesn't want to give it a chance. He just wants to knock it off. Yeah. The turn. Mm-hmm. That guy I have more of an issue with than guy who's like trying but just doesn't really get it. You know? Yeah. yeah but that's but that's a completely different guy than the guy I'm talking about. You're right. You you're know? right. You're like, right. You're, guy, you're a bandwagon guy, and he's just you know he's trying to he's he's trying to sound cool. You know he's talking about corner kicks and set pieces, and he really doesn't have any idea what that means. Yes. Like I was, I was just up in uh, Vermont, as, as our listeners may know, for a long weekend, and there was a bunch of World Cup on the TV up there, and there was a guy up there that was like literally trying to be uh, Alexi Lalas in the living room, like explaining things to people. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not a soccer guy, but just being around this industry and hearing people talk about soccer all the time. I knew more about soccer than this guy, and he didn't stop talking about soccer for maybe five hours straight. And I finally had to just stop him, and I was like, look, dude, it's clear that you don't know anything about this sport. Like, you need to stop. And, like, I was a little drunk, too, so it may have gotten a little heated. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, looking back on it, it was probably a really mm-hmm. funny conversation. Uh, but it, it it just needs to stop. The, the, the parlor room... Uh, fake expert on soccer is one of the worst people to hang out with. Really bad hang. Um, I'm with you, uh, and you're like, cool, great, you know, point on soccer. But I, I'm going to expand it just a bit. I think it's worse when it's soccer expert talking about flopping. Oh, you know exactly what I'm talking. Uh, the guy who you mean like real? You mean like real soccer expert? No, talking no, no. About no. I mean like fake soccer expert who just discovered the sport by proxy of the World Cup that wants to like admonish flopping and give you their you know long soliloquy on how this is ruining the game and it's a bad look for soccer. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, okay. you've been watching this, this sport for what 23 minutes. The funny thing about soccer too, and like people in this country, is that like. In most other things in the world, like the, they need the U.S. Right? You mm-hmm. know, they need their eyes, their dollars, their interest. And like the, soccer's like one thing where, so, where soccer on, and the rest of the world's like, I don't really care if the United States is into this or not. Like we're fine. Like right. do you? Yeah, we're like, good. Keep playing, keep playing American football. See how that keeps going. Right. Like right. they don't care. So like this whole flopping thing, like yeah, like flop. But they also act like soccer fan, like likes flopping. Like no, like they're like Neymar. What he did against um, Mexico was ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. But that you know it happens, and and oftentimes those guys are made fun of. It's not like this is embraced, and it happens in basketball literally all the time. All the time. It happens yeah. in football, not as much, but it does happen in American football. So like, just get over yourself, man. Try to just enjoy it. Yeah, and I also think that in a terrible flop situation like the Neymar thing, then it's a it's a focal point of conversation. Whether you're on his side or you're admonishing him, yeah, then you root against him. Exactly. Like, spare me your lecture on how flopping is bad. Totally. Yeah, I also think that the flopping thing with soccer it is. I mean, obviously the flopping is a little out of control sometimes in soccer, but I think it's a, a product of a really, really wide camera shot that, like, it's become so obvious that the guy flopped. Whereas, like, in other sports, it becomes a little bit harder because mm-hmm. the camera's so close and the ball's moving, you know, back and forth or the puck or whatever you're watching. I honestly think that if those sports were played at a much wider camera angle, like soccer, that you would be able to see the flops way more, especially in basketball. But like in football, that's when you when someone flops in football, it's very obvious. Like American football, when you're when you're watching, mm-hmm. it's kind of like soccer in that regard. Um, but there's just less flopping because everyone's hitting each other at all times. So, um, but yeah, that's that's why I think that's been my my hypothesis as to why flopping seems like it happens so much in soccer. As a non-soccer guy, and I'm not trying to be a soccer expert. I want to get that up. Yeah, but you know, being that guy, you really do love global events, though. So your thought process? I do. I love global. I love global events. I love the Olympics. Yeah, I I, I enjoy. Hey, I went to Costa Rica earlier this year. I'm I'm a world traveler now. There you go. That's right. All right. Well, let's continue to move this forward. Um, I my number one is new for my cool. No one cares. Power rankings, and it's a bit controversial. Um. But I and I, I've slowly realized as we've been working through this, it's kind of been like a therapy session for me. All three of my things are basically cool. I don't care when you, when that other person puts me in an uncomfortable situation, where where your issues or what you're pushing or your content makes me feel weird, and that's where we're um, arriving at number one. I understand that having a baby is the most exciting time 
in a couple's life. I get that. And I support you and I'm excited for you. But please, please, can you spare me the sonogram photos? Okay. Like, I get that you're excited about having a baby, but cool. No one cares. I don't need to see your fetus on my social media timeline. It looks like a peanut. Like, I'm good. Pass. And then you have like 83 people commenting, beautiful. Oh my God. It's going to look just like you, your mom. Like, that's the best. You can't tell. They all look the same. If I've seen one sonogram, I've seen them all. They all literally look the same. Yeah. Sonograms, just like fireworks. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Oh my God. Why have fireworks up sonogram technology? I want to see. I want to see. You know the whole thing in there. No, I completely agree. Sonograms. I, I could. They could. They do nothing for me. You, I don't even see anything. The face is always smushed. You can never tell. I don't see anything. It's just like. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Like, put it on your fridge. Show your your family. But like, do we need? When did this start becoming socially acceptable to post the sonogram online and have everyone comment? I don't. I don't get it. Mm. I have a question. Um, <laughs> You're here for this. Off of this, how do you feel about gender reveals? Okay, dumb, they, real it, dumb. I think really <laughs> stupid because it just popped into my mind. This might be an honorable oh my mention God, for me. So so stupid, okay. and they're always executed so poorly. Like when the people try and like if it's a ball and they have to hit the ball and they miss, like they swing and they miss. And the yeah, ball just hits, hits the, ground. the ground. It's like oh, it's, it's like, a dude, boy. You just completely failed, dude. Yeah. I think um, just kind of like our a lot of these things that we're talking about are, are correlated or interconnected. Just like I think with um, your gift conversation, Tom, I think the market has been oversaturated with gender reveals. Mm-hmm. So there's no uniqueness to any of them. If you've seen one, you've seen it six times. You know, like I get cutting into the cake. Cute. We've done the water balloons. You know, we've done the hitting of the baseball or the golf ball or whatever sport the husband likes. Like we've kind of seen it all at this point. So they're really like. Like at the beginning, it's cool, right? Like you haven't seen the balloons pop out of the box and everyone scream that it's a girl. Like it becomes yeah. cute and like a novelty thing. When you've seen it 300 times, it's not It's not great. It's not surprising. It's not interesting. I had a friend who uh, he posted the video. I'm like laughing, thinking about it. And it was a <laughs> balloon and they had to pop the balloon. And when they went to pop the balloon, it flew away. Oh, bummer. <laughs> so, <funny. laughs> so what did and they do? Literally, they just... They just filmed the balloon as it was going away, and in the background, some aunt was like, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> it is very, very funny. Well, you will find uh, out I will, eventually. I, will yeah, I guess you will know in yeah, eight you'll, months. You'll know eventually, hopefully. I mean, as long as everything goes well, good, you know, good luck to them. But uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. Way to make it a downer, Tom. Yeah, what? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, sorry about that. But, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Sonic and suck. <laughs> All right, so Rudy, let's tie yours up in a bow. Where are you at with number one on your yeah. cool, no one cares power rankings? This is a new one for me. Okay. Um, and it's timely. Uh, it's people who are too cool for Drake. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. I don't, Scorpion's not my favorite Drake album. I, I, I like Views a lot better, but I still think it's, it's a good album and he's, he's very open on it and he's open on all of his albums. He's emotional. Like he, he's, he, I mean, let's think about Marvin's Room, like one of his most famous songs of all time is about him drunk calling an ex. Like, Great That's song. like I don't know. I, I, I you could I understand if you don't like his music and you whatever blah blah blah. But to knock him for being soft, like that's who he is, and he's being open about his feelings and relationships and life and everything like that. And I just find it ironic in like a time in our in 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 society when we feel like we're trying to embrace everyone's issues and everyone's struggles throughout life that people can be like, oh Drake, you're soft. Like you're you know I'm too cool for that. I don't want to hear about that because everybody can relate to what he's talking about. Everyone can relate to drunk texting, drunk whatever. Everyone can relate to like missing an ex to whatever blah 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 blah. Yeah. So like I just don't understand the the I'm too cool for Drake crowd. Yeah, no, you're so right here. And I, I also think tough guy, anti Drake guy okay, spare me the oh he's so emo like vulnerability is Drake's brand. That's how he came up is being emotional and vulnerable and sensitive. Like that's the brand. So to act surprised about it now is just like, where were you year? Like, where were you in 2010? Like spare me of that. Also, Saruti, I'm with you. Um, and the anti Drake thing in the cool, no one cares. Like, I don't care that Drake has a son with a former pr- French porn star. Don't care. Yep. Don't care. Like I'm not here. I'm not coming 
to Drake for morality. I don't care about his personal life unless he's going to give me a great song that I can listen to with the windows down about it. It's the mm-hmm. only reason I care about his personal life. So for those people out there that are tweeting like, oh, yeah, I like, can't ride with Drake anymore because he has an illegitimate son with a French porn star. Like, don't care. Cool. Cool. Like, I'm glad that you are on your high horse so much that you can't consume good music because of it. Cool. Also, why? Like, why? There, there could be other like rap music in general is about what like sex money a, a whatever stuff, power yeah. yeah drugs all this stuff and about how how i'm the best and cockiness mm-hmm. and he's Swag. different and he's sort of made it possible for a lot of other rappers to be that way so like i said you don't have to like the music but i don't understand how you just don't respect his vulnerability especially in 2018 when we like want to like give everyone medals for being open about everything and, you know, being in touch with your feelings and blah, 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 blah. Like, I just don't understand how all of a sudden it's like, oh, Drake is too soft, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't like, I, I don't get it. And I just wish that, you know, you could not like this album. Because, like I said, I don't think Scorpion's his best album. But I do respect that he just talks about life and things that he's interested in and things that bother him and all this stuff. And, like, our over-reliance on social media and all this stuff and, and relationships. And it's it's interesting. It's good. And it's different. And that's why that's why he became popular. And for you to be too cool guy, I'm annoyed by you. Do you, cool. th- do you th- cool? Do you think the um, the backlash to his sensitivity has anything to do with the rap beef? Because he kind of does put dip a toe in both waters, right? Like he, that's, that's and then, which awesome. is okay. He's multifaceted. I get it. But I think maybe, and I'm with you. I don't support the Drake haters. Um, but I wonder if they're like, oh, you tried to flex in a rap beef, and now you want to sing to me about how sad you are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think you can have it both ways, though. Like, I just, I think you can. You're right, sir, because we're human beings. And yeah, we're more like, than one thing. And honestly, some of his, some of his diss tracks are the best ones. Like, back to back's one of his best songs, and that was, I believe, about um, Meek Mill. Bush, no, Meek Mill, right? Yeah, Is that about Meek Mill. Yeah, yeah, he played it. Uh, he rented the hotel room allegedly, like above Meek Mill, and and played the song on on repeat as loud as possible for 24 hours yeah i mean oh, that's it was, a, it awesome. was an epic troll job and he was better than meek mill at rapping so like he could he's he's a great rapper and he's good at doing the sensitive stuff like what are we complaining about here yeah yeah you're right and did you guys know that did you guys know that meek mill was in jail yeah free meek <laughs> he's out now Tom. And, and all, I was, all i was gonna say about the the new album is uh nice for what is the song of the summer. So people need to relax and like back off Drake. Like he, he, he it's the track of the summer, man. Everywhere you go. There are a lot that, of bangers on everyone that. Everyone goes though. nuts. No. Well, no, no nice it's, for a, lot, it's it. a lot of the sensitive stuff, but nice for what? I mean, it's a banger, dude. Like that's that's the song right now. I know. My favorite song on the album. It's a nice little Lauren Hill sample in there. I love it. It is. My favorite song on the album for those who are interested, because maybe you're not, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Uh, <laughs> summer Games. I love Summer Games. Great song. Cool. Uh, I liked. Uh, I liked Nobody the cares. one where he was talking about his uh, his kid. Emotionless. Uh, what is it? March fourteenth. Emotionless. I think. Um, is the I one. think it's emotionless. Oh, emotionless yeah, is great too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I um. My favorite because you guys are obviously dying to know is Blue Tint. I love Blue Tint. Yeah, the little future Blue sample. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, Drake. So, cool guys. Cool. Cool. We all like Drake. Awesome. Lay off Drake. <laughs> Let, right. let Drake live, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Tom? All right. Uh, yeah, so my third is uh, something I know I'm going to get crap for from you guys, but, uh, you know, I'm going to state my case anyways. Um, people that are too good for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> because it, it, it kind of oh, falls boy. in line with my, my feeling on the fireworks. Like, it's just something that happens every year. Like, it's tradition. Uh, it's, I think this was the 101st competition was this year. Uh, I, I, you know, I love food. So anything involving food, like competition wise, I'm you super in for that. Yeah. Love food. Shock. So the, the hot dog eating contest, uh, you know, the people that sit back, they're like, Oh, it's disgusting. You know, they're shoving food in their I mean, face. It's, definitely and it's disgusting. gross. It's, it looks, it looks time. gross. Blah, blah, blah. I can't Appalling. watch that. It's gross. Blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, Oh yeah, you know it's so wasteful and gluttonous. Like That's this is stupid. this is why people hate America. Blah blah blah. It's like, look, guys, we're just having fun. It's like the same thing as like a pie eating contest at Cub Scouts camp. You know, like we're it's a hot dog eating contest. It's supposed to be gross. That's what it is. 
You know, that's like watching, a, you know, a UFC fight and be like, oh, this is so violent, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I mean, what, what do you expect? Like, that's what this is. We're shoving meat in our mouths for 10 minutes. Mm. It's a hot dog eating contest. So, uh, you know, one of my professional aspirations is to one day be a part of that broadcast in some capacity. <laughs> like Big Cat? So, uh, that's your Super no, Bowl, he, huh? He was in, so he was in the competition. Okay. I would like to be, like, maybe the color commentator oh, or, okay, or like, do a post-game show type thing. Oh, I would like, love you on the post-game, Tom. So so I know my limitations as as an eater. Like, I'm a marathon eater. I could eat for a long period of time. Like, the totality of what I could eat is long. But I don't do well in competition settings. Mm. Like, every food, every cool. food competition that I've ever tried, I've failed completely. And I think that's why I respect what those guys do so much. Um, but just to get back to my take, uh, the hot dog eating contest, I love it. I watch it every year. And I really hate the people that are just haters on it. Uh, just because it's an easy target, you know, like let us have our corner, let us have our fun, you know, like let us do our thing. That's where I stand on it. Steve, you go first. Well, I, I, I think it's horrific to watch. I don't like the competition. Um, I, I honestly hate it. It's, but, but I, but I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't, I hate, I hate the guy who tries to make this about world hunger. Like, that's the... that To go back into, yeah. like, you know, the yeah, solo show days, that's the worst dude ever. That is like, the worst come dude on. ever, for sure. Like, what a... Like, you, you're allowed to have fun. I'm not saying it's not fun. I, I'm just Thank not interested you. in it. I'm not interested in, the, in it. It's, it's disgusting. That's that's why I don't like it. I don't like watching it. Uh, it makes me want to throw up. Yes. But the, I don't... I'm not mad that it, that it happens. I'm not mad that, like, we can't be giving these hot dogs to unfortunate children, you know, and the rest of... Like, that, you, could, you could have both things. Like, we can, we can make more hot dogs. It's not the end of the world. Um, so that guy to me is the worst dude ever, but I, I, it's, it's just not for me, Tom. Like it's disgusting. Like you, how do you not think it's disgusting? Like they're dipping hot dogs in water and shoving them down their mouths. It's, it's disgusting. (laughs) And you know what I think? And it's hot out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think is the grossest part about it is not even the fact that it's, it's these people shoving hot dogs in their mouth incessantly for 10 minutes. To me, it's like the debris that happens mm. mid shove, right? So you've got like yeah, the shrapnel, the, the shrapnel, yeah. like you've got the water and the bread and it's, it makes this gross mush that's like flinging everywhere <laughs> and it's like stuck on people's yeah. faces. And it's just, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's the price of doing business. I don't watch it, but I don't fault you for enjoying it. Like, I actually think it's really on brand for you to like that. Um, I and, love it. And I, as far as the world hunger thing, like, if I if, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, so do you boycott restaurants because people don't finish their food and all that food goes to waste? Do you mm-hmm. never eat out? Do you only – do you buy the boxes that you put your food in to, for portion control so that you're not wasteful? I mean, c- yeah. spare me the fact that – it's a, you're right, Tom. It's an easy target for overconsumption, and yes, it's like reflective of many facets of American culture. But to say that those hot dogs would have fed hungry children in Africa or something is just stupid. It's just maybe the yeah, it, fascinating question too. I was just thinking if you know if you made me watch one thing, I had to watch one of them: a fireworks show or the hot dogs eating, <laughs> hot dog eating contest. I have no idea which one I would. Pick. Oh, you have to pick now. You have to choose. I know. No, um, you're gonna you're. You would pick fireworks. I know you pick fireworks. I think I'd pick fireworks because I, I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to be around. I don't really have to pay attention. It's not that, you know, it's it's nighttime, so it's not that hot. I could do other things. I don't have to see something. It's not disgusting. Fireworks aren't disgusting. Yeah. They're at least That's they're what just I was boring. Say. Yeah. You're just disgusted by the hot dogs. And you can do other stuff during fireworks. You can, like, look yeah. at your phone. But, you know? but, but Saruti, what if it was a fireworks show synchronized to the new Drake album? Uh, ooh, that'd be kind of sick. They do stuff like that. That's that how exists. You'd be really low key. Yeah, be chill. <laughs> but you know what, though, it's, that would be kind of funny. There's so how many Wait, tracks are we there? Might like be 20? onto something. Yeah, that's what a are great we, idea. What are we doing here? Why haven't we I'm done this before? You, guys, guys, I'm telling you that technology definitely already exists. Synchronized fireworks, like yes, to the to the beat percent. of a Drake song. Mm, well, sure. yeah, I mean, think I'm about it. The album's what 25 songs long. I mean, that's a lengthy fireworks show. That is. That's. I mean, that's, that's over that's an hour. That's too long. That's way too long. 
I mean, if, if, if it's happening while you're doing other things, it's totally fine. But I don't want to watch the fireworks show for an hour. One thing I'll say about the hot dog eating contest, the broadcast <laughs> itself is very funny. Like ESPN does a very, very good job with it every year. Well, I, I want to uh, fight. Like, I want to push back on that. I think ooh. we need to stop calling them athletes. No, no. Okay, fine. Don't call them athletes. Competitors. But the, comp- they're just competitive eaters. But the, so the last ten minutes of the broadcast is actually when they do the the meat shoving. But the first fifty oh, minutes, I don't want to ever. Hear can that we again. never <laughs> ever call it that ever again? The, the first fifty minutes are absurd and hilarious, and I think that next year you guys should watch the first part of it to realize how funny it is. Like the intros that they do, they, they like they know how ridiculous it is. They play up the ridiculousness. Like they always bring the former, the, the the winner from the year before, out of like the van with like a police escort. It's very fun. They do a good job with it, so it's a good competition. I, I don't fun. even think I want to know the answer to this, but what's the what is meat shoving? Yeah, you're shoving the meat in your mouth. It's, but why is that different? So is that like a strategy? Sorry. No, no. I was just I was just using it as a, a poetic license there. Oh, that's oh, a so thing that so they it's, do. it's not an actual competitive First. eating term. It's just you being descriptive. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be. Uh, it sounds like it could be. I mean, cool. shoving meat. If I never cool. had to hear yeah. those two words back to back again, I would I would probably want that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, noted. So I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of Add that. Add it to the list. Put it, <laughs> put it on the tab. Um, you know, that's the thing. Whenever we get together and have these conversations, you never know how these are going to end. But I think I know now that we need to end the cool, no one cares power ranking conversation on meat shoving. Mm-hmm. There's really I mean, nowhere what, to go from there. Yeah, I mean, you've really just got us at a dead end here, Tom. So anyway, yeah. I feel better now. Don't you feel better after we do this? We kind of air our grievances. It's almost like a festivus of sorts. Yeah, I always end up trying to, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to figure out three things. And then I have like 90 things by the time we're done doing this. Like, oh, yeah, I hate that part of this too. And I just, you know, oh, yeah, I also hate that. I mean, I hate a lot well, of things. I, I think most people know that. Yeah, I get annoyed by a lot of things. You could do a but, top 10, Steve. But it is sort of therapeutic. Three. It really is. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for doing this. And we uh, we have a couple months to get really worked up about some other things. So when you get angry at things, Steve, write it down. No problem. It's easy enough. Smart. Thanks again to Saruti and Tommy Freeze Pops. I always love chatting with those guys. They're the absolute best. And thank you guys again for your continued support of Small Talk. If you haven't done it yet, head over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate it, give it a review, leave a funny review. We we tend to go through and read those, the guys and I, and they make us laugh. And we appreciate your support. So thank you so much. But until next week, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.